Miami sun, she won't get a chance. I ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right times. In Miami sun, she won't get a tan. I ain't worried cause I know that she ain't got a man. When the sun sets in the nighttime, bay I ball like J400 in the right time. She looking Nigga said that like y'all was playing Westfield or Worcester. But you know Fishburg in that in that little group. Mm, they better than Westfield and Worcester. Well, you know, tell me why. Uh, they better than Mass Maritime. They were beating Worcester. Mass Maritime. No, Worcester. I think it was they were beating Worcester thirty-five thirteen at the half, and Worcester came back and won thirty-eight thirty-five. Oh, that's no. ass. No, that's saw. actually. So nuts. I was like, wait, there yeah. was up thirty-five to thirteen at half. And lost 38-35. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you let them score 20, what, 5 25 unanswered. unanswered. Huh? Who is this? Uh, Fitchburg State. Blue Damn. Lead to Worcester State. Bro, that's a really bad loss. Yeah, no, like, yeah. awful. When bro, 38-13. You, bro, bro, you're leading by 22. 35-13. Bro, you're leading by 22 at halftime. And you've shown that you could score five touchdowns in the first half. Word. And you didn't they put up turned, nothing. You couldn't do everything down. Bro, yeah. our coach was like, because we didn't even watch it. We just watched like our game and then like some of them versus like Bridgewater and like Mass Maritime. But he's like, when you get a chance, like watch the second half of this game and try to find out what happened because I haven't got a chance to look yet. Like, <laughs> I don't know how you can manage to do that, bro. You got to literally implode, bro. Nah, you, you definitely like to not be able to score after scoring 35 in the first half like you couldn't even muster up a field goal to tie the game only thing i could think of is somebody got hurt like the quarterback, quarterback got, something. Hurt. got hurt like turned the ball over four times like i don't know but man. not like if but you got the same has to go wrong that yeah yeah like that's one of them situations like when you get up that big it's like all right like you can like there can be mistakes with that are made but they don't blow the whole game like everything had yeah. to go wrong wait you think yeah. that's you you think Nah, I know go it's ahead, worse. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I want to hear it. You think, you think that is worse? Uh, letting up a 22 unanswered points after scoring 35 or uh, not scoring any points and letting the other team score 68 on their homecoming game? I'd rather get 68-pieced. Oh, no bullshit. No, no cap. I, I'm, I'm going to put it this way, Jamel. I'd rather not know that I was winning the whole game. Like, like – I'd rather come in just, all right, this team was better than me and we lost them, rather than being like, oh, like, yeah, we was up we was up 35 to 13 and a half and, and we blew it in the second half. I never want to be known for the person who yeah. blew it. If y'all got me that day, y'all got me. Now, 68, whoo. They were clearly the better team. Like I'm gonna let it's you so know. Confusing. I'm gonna like, let you know. I'm gonna let you know right now, Devon. That's ten touchdowns. <laughs> no matter how you want to slice it, sixty-eight just I means said. they missed two extra points. The word. I said what I said. Blowing yeah. that lead. That's the worst. Hey man. That makes me feel a little better. Yeah. Uh, I said a little. <laughs> but like I said, um, yeah, it's good to hear though. Uh, fucking. Was they at home? They were at Worcester, I believe. They were at Worcester. All right. Okay. Well, that, that's just like momentum could have yeah, played yeah. a part, well, a lot of it. But that's a lot of momentum shift. That, hey, man. But it happens. It happens. Um, and it happened in the NFL. Uh, week four, another great week of football. Absolutely. Um, I feel like I'm going to come in here every week and say that because every week has been <laughs> amazing in terms of the, the competitiveness of some of these games and seeing just not blowouts, but seeing teams. I mean, obviously, there's a couple blowouts, but seeing teams just – Fight like four quarters of football, like bro. I feel like I'm seeing that a lot now. Coming, coming off of the the game that Devon's talking about, that Fitchburg Worcester game, that is a, a some of you might not know. That's a D. It, those are two D three programs in Massachusetts yeah. and the Mascac a League. Mascac news, yeah, for a little Mascac news for you guys. Um, but the Jets game was kind of like that, like bro. in that the Titans I think went up nine zero or something like that, and then it was just like. Yeah, you want to talk about J E T S? Yeah, bro. <laughs> For real, that's all it yo, turned into. Yo, after they that. had a reason to cheer that in like at least a couple years. Yeah, that was like that was a very like. I'm not. I'm never excited about watching like a, a New York team play, but like 
we kept that game on yesterday, and we we, we like watched it through. There was so. a reason to watch it. Um, like when I saw that like Julio and AJ Brown are gonna be out, and like they were going against the Jets, I was like, man, well, this could be a trap. Yeah, this is the week. Yeah, this is <laughs> the week. Like honestly, like I think uh, what's his name? Did uh, did Zach Wilson throw his first touchdown? I don't uh, know if it was his first, was, uh, but but he first. he definitely well, his first win, like so. he definitely. Like for the shots he was taking throughout the game and uh, the shots that he's been taking all season, like it was good to see him finally get rewarded for the amount of times he's been sacked this year. He's the most he's the most sacked and most pressured, I believe, quarterback yeah. in the league, something like that. Yeah. Like no matter how you slice yeah, it. Yeah, no matter how you slice it. He's um like, it's he's, good to see him get into rhythm. Yeah, instead of just on his back. Yeah. <laughs> two ninety seven, um, two touchdowns? Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good game out of Zach Wilson. And honestly, um, we'll get into the other games, but all of these rookie quarterbacks, uh, quarterbacks outside of like Davis Mills, um, played really well this week. I think this is probably the best week overall for all of those guys. Um, but we'll get into those games later for those who don't know what we're talking about. The New York Jets beat the Tennessee Titans twenty-seven to twenty-four. Um, it was an upset of the week. Uh, you know, they still had Derrick Henry on the Titan side of the ball, but it just wasn't enough with AJ Brown and Julio out. Uh, Robert Saul's Jets pulled through. Um, Zach Wilson looked better than he did. He, they look like he looks like he's getting better, which is what I like to see yeah, uh, more than anything. Some maturation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and definitely not just him. But this was a very disappointing loss. If you're a Titans fan, uh, no one wants to lose to the Jets. Yeah, ever. I got, I got a quick question. Like, like I I do want to keep it positive for the Jets because their first win and like I I didn't really expect them to like you know win at all this season like yeah. just given the circumstances they're in but like does this say anything about like the titans or Tannehill? like i know he didn't have like his main target or his secondary target but like we've kind of praised him for for being good when he's had like a stable run game around him and like he's made plays with whatever else he's had that's very very true we have been praising him for that um like what did like what is last what is last night yesterday tell us yesterday afternoon like really tell us about him Rashad I mean any given Sunday any team can get beat like like people I think people underestimate like the indie given Sunday that statement like at the end of the day these are all professionals and the Titans were without two key starters on offense at wideout and the Jets were in an environment that favored them and they played well, and they took advantage of that. Uh, Derrick Henry still had, still did his thing, 33, 33 carries, 157 yards, but the Jets still did more to win the game. So ultimately, like, I can't take anything away from the Jets because a win is a win. And in the NFL, like, any given Sunday, we've seen that the, through these four weeks of the of the season. So yeah, I mean, that's what I have honestly, to say about for that. Me, not to cut you off, but, like, the Jets, like, I think they just capitalized on, like, the situation like they knew that they were going to be hurting like they weren't going to be the Tennessee Titans that you know that we might see later on down the road but they got them this week so it's like I mean that's what the any given Sunday approach is basically it's like I mean like our coaches used to say you ain't got to be better than them all year you got to be better than them for 60 minutes and the Jets were better for 60 minutes so I mean as good as we know the Titans can be like and we see that their ceiling is like much higher than the Jets but like today or that day yesterday they yeah. weren't they weren't that team. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree and um you know, yeah, along with you know those guys being out, I mean, you're talking about a receiving core that goes from one of the top 3 in the league with AJ Brown and Julio on the field to one of the worst in the league with them off the field. Um, you know, you're talking about they're throwing a Chester Rogers, Josh Reynolds, uh, Jeremy McNichols, the running back, led the team in catches and yards yesterday. Um That's not crazy. And I think part of that it's just we got to remember Robert Saul is a defensive mastermind. Like, you put him in a position where your top two guys are out and he only has to do X, Y, and Z to, you know, obviously still difficult talent on the field and all that. Just defense isn't that good. But, I mean, they played like a pretty good defense yesterday, uh, all things considered. Obviously, you're going to let Derrick Henry do what he does. Um, but at the end of the day, you came out with a W – I mean, if their top receiver was a running back, I think that means they're dumping the ball off short and they don't have anything downfield. And ultimately, all those things, you know, cooked up a recipe for a W. So, shout, out, so, shout out to to Corey Davis, too, on the Jets. Uh, balling against his former team. He had four catches, 111 yards, and a touchdown, I believe. 
against so, a team that didn't want to pick up his fifth year option. So yeah, he he balled out as a rookie. Um, I was happy to see that. Really happy for the Jets overall, just because of the situation that they've been put in, or just the events that have unfolded as far as injuries and the offensive line struggles and trying to help a young QB develop. So it was a huge win for them. Um, early season win. So I'm glad to see what they did on Sunday. So does so does this change the game plan of teams playing against the Titans? Is it now take away AJ Brown from them and let Derrick Henry not let Derrick Henry beat you, but like thirty three carries, like I mean it all depends on Nah. Yeah, because, I mean, I assume they're going to get one of these guys back, Julio or AJ, at some point. Yeah, I mean that, but, like, as far as, like, you know, we really, like, haven't seen, like, I love Julio. We haven't seen much out of him in the past couple years. And, like, AJ Brown's been a dog. So, like, and Derrick Henry, obviously, Russian king, whatever. But, like, I just think from a standpoint of, like, if you watch that game, a lot of it came down to, well, Tannehill didn't have the guy who he wanted to throw the ball to on the field, like his main target. So, like, is that a new strategy where it's take away A.J. Brown and maybe try to limit Derrick Henry next as much as you can, but, like, the main focus point is we don't want to let A.J. Brown get off or don't want to let Tannehill get comfortable. Yeah, I mean, that's where it's difficult because I think just having either A.J. Brown or Julio present is just a thing in itself. Yeah, it doesn't like, even matter if they're like playing. Because like, you got like if you again if you try and take them away, you know Derek Henry's gonna get the ball, and then once team once I'm sure once the Titans see that, they're just gonna abuse the play action. Like if AJ Brown or Julio is in the game, so yeah. one thing it, I think that like hasn't been said is that like teams are seeing that Derek Henry can get the 33 carries, but like he still won't beat you, like. I don't know about that. Cause like it's in this game, I feel like if people are banking on like this game plan, like y'all sound like where it's like take away the passing game and let Derrick Henry like not let like you said, but like yeah. have that be just not take the away the goal. pass, yeah, right? Take away the pass. So him. if he's doing his thing on the ground, like the thirty-three carries in a different game could result in like three hundred, like. So you don't really want to <laughs> like <laughs> bank on like three hundred yards, <laughs> like no bull, like. Like, if he gets 33 touches one day, 157, it could be 33 carries, like, 257 the next day. So, it's yeah. like, you don't want to, like, act like... It's a dangerous know. game to not yeah, account that's why for Derrick Henry. You know, Henry. in the beginning yeah. of the season, I was like, yo, when they put that together, I was like, A.J. Brown and Julio, and you got Derrick Henry. It's just like, when you have those two things, you have to respect one or the other, and then the other can beat you. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. But good win by the Jets. Um, staying on the AFC East, uh, real quick, we'll go to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, beating the Houston Texans 42 nothing. Uh just a shellacking. Uh not much more to be said about it. Shellacking. <laughs> I've been waiting to use that word. <laughs> um but honestly the Texans defense played pretty well early on. I mean at halftime the score was 16 nothing. Um, they have 4 yards at halftime. Yeah, so I mean their offense just could not get anything going. Davis Mills uh yeah. Um, <laughs> 11 for 21, 87 yards, four picks. Uh, and they had Mark, wow. Ingram, Mark Ingram led the team with 24 yards rushing on six carries. So. I didn't even know that was a stat line, but yeah, that as far as the bills, like what does it say about the, I mean, you know, the Texans actually have impressed us this year for the most part, as far as like with their play. Um, what does it say about the Bills? Like, there's like, isn't this two, two weeks in a row shutout or? Well, it wasn't a shutout, but they, I think they put up 40 plus. In the two two consecutive weeks, I believe so against the football team last week. But like, for me, like if they, if this Bills team gets going early on, and I know Josh Allen last week accounted for like five touchdowns, and then they go and put up forty the next week. Obviously against a far inferior opponent, but it's the NFL either way. Yeah, bro. But they, like, <laughs> my, my fault, real quick. They beat the yeah. Dolphins thirty-five donut. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like. Shutout. That's so deep. Yeah, like, but I mean, for this team, I mean, once they get it going, it's scary, and we already know what the connection of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs looks like. So, I mean, you're seeing earlier on them being able to to get it going and dominating Josh Allen, dominating through the passing game, and he has the ability to rush the ball. Like, you know, they seem to be in 
catching they're, their stride they're grooving. early on, yeah. Um, I mean, even the running game was more solid than we usually see out of the Bills. You know, 14 carries for Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, and both of them average over 4.3 yards a carry. Um, so that's a, a great all-around game offensively, but I think the key thing to talk about here with the Bills is how well their defense is playing. Um, I mean, they, they've just been stout. They've had a pass rush. Um, you know, they've been effective against the run. Now, I do want to see if this is sustain- sustainable, but Leslie Frazier is doing a hell of a job over there, um, you know, based on what we're seeing so far. This Bills team looks like a juggernaut, uh, and if they keep it that way, I mean, there's going to continue to be even more dangerous than they, they were got, last year. They got the year. Chiefs Sunday night, so yeah, we gonna prime see. time. Yeah, we're going to see how good that defense Brian is. Prime time. Um, definitely a game to tune into. Uh, and then staying – uh, with the AFC East games, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the New England Patriots. Uh, what was the score of that game? Hour. Yeah. Hour. I watched Hour. that one from beginning <laughs> to end. I did watch that game beginning to end. I was actually impressed with how we played. Um, it was 19-17 to 17 was the final score. Uh, Nick Folk, 56-yard field goal miss to end the game. Uh, would have been amazing if he could have made it, but it definitely was a long field goal. He should have went for it on fourth and three. Yes, and I I was th- I said that during the game too. Um, and Rashad is always like a huge advocate for this as well. Yeah. Like in those situations, you have to be willing to win the game. You can't just yeah, like yeah. allow yourself to like not lose it, like by taking the three and being comfortable there. Well, the three would have won it, but I just felt like I, yeah, given but, the circumstances, they should have known like their best chance to win would be going for it. Yeah, and taking Converting more time that, off the clock. And like, it's like yeah. all right, I'm pretty sure they had like a timeout or two. Yeah, there was point. just um, it was a very well coached game up until that. Point. Oh yeah, like up until that decision, I was like, I mean, like you live and die with the decision. Yeah, if you made no, it. Of it's course. a great call. You know, what well, I'm that's saying? what I'm but saying. It's just I like mean, in hindsight, when I seen them like sending out the unit on fourth and three, I'm like. But I yeah, that's that's one of those it. things where it's like, all right, that's a little conservative. Like, and they were like, yeah, fifty six yards this is career high, and like here he is about to kick it in the w- rain and wind. I'm like, all right, but it yeah. was actually really cl- a really close attempt, man. So it was very close. Hit the bar, um, going left, uh, and then bounced Game of out. Inches. Uh, Mac Jones, thirty one for forty, two seventy five, two touchdowns and an interception. We had no running game. I mean that uh, that JJ Taylor fumble was crucial. Yeah, like, that was – and you're talking about a guy who has limited snaps, who was undrafted last year. You know, we were down running backs. You know you're going to get in the game. To see him, like, fumble in such a crucial situation, that, like – that hurt. Um, that hurt a lot. Uh, but I I think Mac Jones is very poised. Um, I like the way he played. He handled pressure very well. Um, and the numbers said, he, you know, he threw under pressure really well. Still threw the pick under pressure, but overall his numbers were uh, pretty good. And uh, Brady, it was the first time Brady looked somewhat, like, uncomfortable before the game. Like, it wasn't even, like, the start. Like, the start of the game might have been a little bit slow for the, for them. And, you know, he didn't have any touchdowns or picks. But it just looked like you could tell he was in his head, his own head, about yeah, yeah. the situation. There was a lot going on, for sure. It was just more than he's had to think about in pregame in any other matchup he's probably had. Yeah. Because it's like, wow, like, I spent 20 years. I don't, I can't even fathom what that felt like. But I know it had to be somewhat over, overwhelming in the moment. Yeah, I can imagine, like, being part of an organization, like, 20-plus years and then having to play against them um, where you used to play your home games. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought it was, like, a crazy-ass game, like a classic for, uh, for what we have for on Sunday Night Football. I mean, all yeah. these games have been just like yeah, amazing. These, these have been like, really good games. We should uh, also highlight that uh, Tom Brady has now beaten every team in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And he now leads the NFL in passing yeah. yards. And, yeah, and he now is the total ever all time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, um, that was uh, I thought it was a well. Mahomes like, is definitely gonna have something to say about that. That's yeah. a huge milestone. We'll see. Bro. We can't just roll past we'll that. See. Like, we're, not, we're not gonna roll past that. But like, I think if anybody can't catch that. It's Mahomes. Yeah. 80,000. We'll see, man. That's a lot. That's a long time That's playing, bro. 20 years. We ain't seen somebody play as long as Brady. You got to think. Drew Brees had the record before him. For like get, a couple months. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. Yo, it was mad <laughs> messed up. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the announcer was like, Drew Brees, long time holder of the record. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little jab out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. That that was a – I thought um, the Pats, like, had a terrific game plan. Like, whatever they did was was perfect. They just gave them the different defensive looks every snap or every other snap, which is pretty, yeah, like – I mean, but – That's a lot. It's, it's no, it's no coincidence that, you know, the longtime coach of Tom Brady – yeah, somehow, has, somehow put together a game plan that you know that was able to. I mean, who who stop them for the most part? Yeah, like who, who it's, not, it's put, not a surprise, yeah, but definitely. I mean, this had all the makings of like a classic matchup, and just the the storylines in itself and the headlines going into the game, it was just perfect. Yeah, it met expectations. Even during the game, I was saying like, "Damn, I wish I was there." Um, but yeah. given that we lost, I'm glad I wasn't because <laughs> yeah. I would I would have been heated after seeing such a good game for it to end like that. That was definitely kind of heartbreaking. Um, but nonetheless, I'm still happy uh, with you know the direction the Patriots are going to be in a game like that. Uh, that wasn't a blowout. You know, some people expected it to be, and I didn't think we would win. But I also didn't. I wasn't sure we'd be that close to winning. Um, and so I'm definitely glad to see that. But another good win for the Bucks. Uh, and last team in the AFC East, the Miami Dolphins. They lost to the Indianapolis Colts, 27 to 17. There wasn't much to say here. This was an ugly game. Um, you know, the Dolphins team. Uh, they have a few more problems than just quarterback. Their O line uh, looks gross. Uh, their yeah, running that- games in trouble. They've yeah, I think that Wolf. game, like ugly game, like yeah, that was a real nasty game to watch too. Like the way the the way the scoring went, the the way it looked like Miami was coming back, and then Indianapolis kind of like put it away. It was just like it's yeah. like a it was like a the the grossest. It was like a barn burner in a shit house, <laughs> in a barn full of shit. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't have to get a quote of that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, nah, that I mean, hey, that's a solid way to describe it. Um, yeah, just nothing really special about this game. There, there aren't too many takeaways. Jonathan Taylor played really well. Um, Average over six yards to carry. Had over a hundred yards. Uh, Carson Wentz, you know, didn't turn the ball over. Um, Eight, 24 32. Yeah, it was twenty four thirty two. Two well, touchdowns, two twenty eight. Played like wasn't. <laughs> yeah, and um, and that O line on the Colts is in some trouble. Yeah, um, and so. Man. You know, that's going to be something to watch as the season goes on. With his health problems already, I mean, I can only imagine how many more hits he can take um, being back there, especially since we know he's already toughened it out. Um, can we backtrack real quick? Can we backtrack uh, to to the Thursday night football and just talk about that game a little bit just because I thought that that was one of the better games this season that went on too with the another young. Another prime time. Yeah, I definitely yeah. tuned into that one. Which game was that? Was the Cincinnati Cincinnati against uh, Jacksonville? Okay, okay. They played. Yep. Uh, yeah, Joe Burrow came out, looked really good, threw the ball well. Um, I was surprised with the play from um, Trevor Lawrence as far as like he had he, he didn't have hadn't played great the first through the first couple of weeks, and I thought he really stepped it up on Thursday. I'm not, it wasn't I'm not enough to wasn't enough to like get them the win, but yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised by his play. I'm just if I were surprised by anything. Involving his play was just how soon it happened. Just because, like, the past couple of weeks early on in the season, he clearly wasn't thriving at all with all the interceptions and just the overall quarterback performance. Yeah. But um, I was, like, really impressed by the Bengals. Um, the second half, the way they came out and responded to going down 14-0. Typically, when we see the Cincinnati in those situations, you know, we start to laugh. Yeah, and it's like, oh, of course. Yeah, it's like, of course. But then they, they kind of looked like – a team that was that been in that situation before, and on both sides of it too. <laughs> yeah, and I don't and I don't think like moving forward now, like off since seeing that game, like they're the same Cincinnati Bengals that we've seen um, over the past few years. Like they have a young, nice receiving core. Obviously, um, Jamar Chase putting all those headlines to rest as far as him yeah. being able to catch the ball. Like that's all nonsense. Um, but. You know, huge win for them. Um, tied for number number one in the. Actually, they are, I think they are number one in the division because they do have a a win against the Steelers. But the Bengals have have come a long way uh, thus far. So yeah, that that's crazy. That the top of I think this I think this might be the first time in history 
that the top of the AFC North is the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> Both at one and Both two. At one <laughs> like, I mean, everybody's tied up. I mean, I, everybody's, you, well, I the mean, three teams are tied up, the, but but nah, it's, it's but. definitely funny to see. And then Pittsburgh got one and three. Um, you know, I don't think many of us expected that coming into the season that we would see Cincinnati at top of the division and Pittsburgh at the very bottom. Yeah, definitely not uh, what I thought was in the works. Uh, a win they needed, um, you know, especially that could have been a trap game uh, for a team like that. Yeah, going going in thinking the team got like you got high hopes for your season already. You two and one, and you going in against yeah. a subpar team. It's easy to go in there and drop it and and take a team lightly. But they was at the crib. They defended the fort. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, Jamar Chase is like you know slowly slowly becoming one of those one of the ones like yeah. it, already in the league and like you're seeing it on a week by week uh, basis and. The volume, the volume that these receivers are getting because of how much Joe Burrow throws the ball, like guys, guys are eating yeah. out there. Like and T Higgins like, not even on the field. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, uh, yeah, nine catches, yeah. one eighteen. Fucking CJ Uzma, five yeah, catches. Uzoma, he <laughs> Uzoma, he was balling. Ninety five yards, catches. two touchdowns. Like, yeah. come on, bro. He was killing, breaking tackles along the way to the end zone. It was uh. Definitely a good game for him. And um and uh on this Bengals defense too, wanted to point out Logan Wilson. Uh prior Oh man. He's a dog. He's a linebacker. Logan and, Wilson, yeah. And he was leading the league in picks up uh up until yesterday. Yep. Um <laughs> that is surpassed. We'll get into that uh, very shortly. But um he's a dog for that defense. He was all over the field making plays. I don't know where they found him or I think he went to Wyoming, I believe. <laughs> course so. <laughs> <laughs> wyoming logan wilson um, if i'm correct on that that's a player to watch if you're if you're in the mood for a bengals game um the offense is electric but that defense uh you know don't sleep on them too much yeah man who else we got after that uh staying in the afc north uh the cleveland browns beat up the minnesota vikings in a low scoring game uh 14 to 7 um baker high stepping Oh my God! Y'all gotta uh, check that out. Yeah, that was so. Bigger, ugly. bigger, try to get crazy. That was uh, the most disgusting, <laughs> and it was like, um, yo, we recognized it immediately. Yeah, it was yeah. like, oh no, you did nah, not just do let that. Me see that real quick, bro. We gonna play it after. We gonna pull it up. You gonna see it? It is gross. <laughs> like I don't ever want him to do that again. Yeah, nah. Did he score? Nah, I almost tried to go get a first down. He didn't even get the first. Like and like tried to like high step. And like juke out like honestly, I'm actually pulling. Honestly, right if he didn't high step, he might have got the first. <laughs> That's, you know he's getting looking stupid, but um, but nah, you know that run game still reigning supreme. Yeah, like, obviously, solid. Uh, best two, best two backs, uh, best uh, two, best uh, two, two, two headed monster in the league right now. I think um, absolutely. And then you know, as far as like Baker, Baker's playing all right but you know it's more that defense that's holding it yeah, down the on defense. like the pressure that these guys are are enforcing on defensive end is unreal um miles garrett is looking like uh like one of those you know maybe dpois uh in the talks for that just like out of his play and pure dominance each down like I'm watching him just bench press grown men. And I just remember yesterday, it was like three times where yeah. I went crazy in here because he was literally getting into the frame of like a 6'8", 300-pound man and just driving him back. Bro, bro and it's crazy because half those plays don't even end up on the stat sheet. But it's like if you watch those plays happen, because the quarterbacks are pretty good at still getting the ball out. So, yeah. you know, a, a D and can run these stunts and blow all these people up. But if he don't get a hit or he don't get a tackle or a sack, it's not going to come up on the stat sheet. But those are the plays that make this defense look crazy. Like having him there on the edge along with, you know, guys like Denzel Ward on the back end, John Johnson who played well, um, you know, like this this Browns team is looking as advertised for the most part. Um, they're not perfect, though, uh, and they're far from it in that sense. Um, they do need things to be on it on various levels for them to win games. It can't just it's not Baker's not gonna win them games outright. Um No, he's definitely not. Time, um so. I know me and Nap are talking about the a couple under underthrown 
balls to Odell. Oh, yeah. yeah, he had a bad one. Had, oh, my God. Goes, to win the bro. game. Yeah. Well, that would have. Yeah, there were a couple where at least I know one of them would have been a huge game, and then the other one looked like a touchdown. Bro. Um, so I don't know what it is between like like he literally just has no sort of connection with Odell and it's like now it's like bro it's like frustrating you, you've been practicing like you you got to practice with him last year a little bit play with him a little bit last year he got hurt boom now y'all had a whole off season together y'all had a whole preseason y'all in week four like bro you can't be missing on these throws and you can't be like he literally chose to go to Cleveland like yeah. like. You're not you're not taking advantage of the talent that walked through the that that chose the city yeah. that you're in, bro. Like he could have went anywhere else and played with any any like high caliber quarterback and just been yeah. doing ridiculous shit right now. But he's chilling with you, Baker. So yeah, like, but for the but that's why we see you know why Baker is in the the situation that he is he's in. Like although he's a he's a number one pick, like he's not he's not a quarterback that. They're gonna allow, or Stefanski for his system. They're gonna allow for him to spread out five wide and just throw the ball all game. Like there's a reason why they're dependent upon that offensive line and the running game is the way it is because Baker's not that type of quarterback. But at the same time, like he's not gonna ruin it for you, but he's just not that that guy that's gonna go out there and yeah, give he's you. Not, he's not gonna put it over the top. Yeah, like, yeah, and just make up for everyone else not doing it. Like things have to be going elsewhere for him to also be like. Uh, truly as effective as he can be. So. Bro, 15 of 33 is bad. That is bad. That is bad. Um, the Vikings need to step it up. They're, you know, I think there's too many pieces on that, on that team for them not to be good. You know what I mean? For them not to be like... They, they were showing flashes of a lot of pressure from their D-line yesterday. Everson Griffin was looking good. Um, you know, offensively... They gotta step it up. Like, yeah. fortunately, you know Dalvin I mean? Cook like, went out though. Yeah, Dalvin, he's, he's dealing with a yeah. I mean, he's dealing with the injury, but like you know, you got you got some playmakers around. You you kind of gotta make it happen if you're if you're Kurt, and you kind of gotta win this game. Like, this was a winnable game for them, and this is a game where like if you want to be like a playoff quarterback, you gotta win games like these in the regular season. And he has to show that you know he can win those games. And that's the thing about Kirk. You know, I love the guy. Kirkio. Don't, don't Kirkio. <laughs> That's my guy. That's my guy. I love Kirkio. Uh, I actually just picked Kirk up on uh, Fantasy today. I was making a few moves. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> but um, he Kirk Cousins is also not one of those quarterbacks who's like gonna get you over the hump. Like in in more as much situations as you love than Kirk not. Cousins, as much though, as I love Kirk Cousins. He be, he be doing Thing, but bro. I'm saying like he, he can make those Quick throws one. and he'll have those plays to get his team in position. Right. It's so just not always better? One, one on one right now. Who's better, Baker or Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins. Ooh. Yeah, no, nah, you might could give me Kirk. No bullshit. <laughs> That's a tough. I'm glad I asked. Rashad, Rashad, really who you taking? That was tough for y'all. I mean, I'm taking Kirk. Donovan would be in here, and he, I think he would be like, <laughs> yeah. getting crazy. He going yeah. with Kirk, yo. You nah. think so? He going with Kirk, I wonder yo. who Donovan would go with. Maybe we should call him into the pod. <laughs> One of y'all text him. Uh, I don't know. I'm a Ravens fan, so I'm going to go with Kirk. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I got to say. <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm curious. That's a good question. We might have to put that out and uh, see what people think. It's like different. Like who, who would you rather have, or who is better? I mean, especially for Baker being a what was Kirk? Was he a first rounder? I don't know. I don't Probably so. not. I think Baker if you put Kirk Cousins on that Cleveland Browns roster. <laughs> Super they, Bowl they, nah, they might be like fifteen in the rest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you can expect him to drop a yeah, couple, yeah. but he'll have a run game to back him up, like. Not just like he has a Dalvin right now, but imagine like him with like and a, his like, O line in on the Vikings is not as good as exactly. It would be with the Browns. So like, like, yeah, so I don't know, man. You but, give him Odell Jarvis, yeah, Joku, sure. I was gonna say you got Austin Hooper. Yeah, yeah, he got. It would be interesting. I'm gonna have to do a fantasy draft in Madden and see who will. <laughs> Something like that, right? Right. That'll solve all the problems. That'll that'll give me all the info I need. The insight. 
Uh, but yeah, definitely a good win uh, for the Browns. Hey, a win is a win, nonetheless. Exactly. Uh, but week getting to, to Rashad's Ravens, they uh, beat up on the Broncos, twenty-three to seven. Another low-scoring game, somewhat. But uh, the Ravens came out, did what they had to do, and Lamar passed for over three hundred yards for the second time in his career after the Broncos committed to stopping the running game. So I don't know what the narrative is about. Lamar not being able to pass, but hey, man. Yeah, he was slinging the rock. And um, there it is. Marquise Brown also had a nice bounce back game. Four catches, 91 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he's been one of the best big play receivers in the league this year so far. So it's nice to see that offense clicking uh, when they're throwing the ball. As I mean, Rashad Bateman might be coming back next week, too. Yeah, things are looking up um, for the passing game in that offense. Now, you know, they might have stopped. The running game, I guess, uh, per se. Uh, Latavius Murray had 18 carries for the Ravens, only averaged 3.3 yards a carry. And uh, Lamar had 28 yards rushing on seven attempts. Uh, but it looks like that didn't hinder them. Oh! <laughs> from winning the game. Uh, we yeah, watching Hunter, the... Hunter Renfro <laughs> wow. just boomed the DB. I don't know who that just was got crazy. cracked. Nah, like but that's man. not what happened. Yeah. They, the, the Raiders tried to... The Chargers tried to run... A fake punt on fourth down. Oh, man. And they didn't convert. Like I said, Hunter Murphy <laughs> just boom. Oh, man. That hit was oh. crazy. Boom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he got up so ashamed. <laughs> yeah. You got cracked, by, you got cracked by a receiver. Damn. I definitely <laughs> yeah, his, didn't get his no sideline's sick that. right now. <laughs> Were they like, bro, come on, bro. The field position, too? Yeah, oh, man. That's tough. But, Damn, um,. Man. Uh, but, yeah, not much to be said about that game. Teddy Bridgewater did leave with an injury, um, which is very unfortunate. Uh, Drew Locke came in, which is very unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> um, not my favorite quarterback. He went 12 for 21. Um, he had a touchdown, and I believe he also had an interception. Oh, and actually, he didn't have a touchdown, and he had an interception. Um, so I'm giving him too much credit. Nice road win, mile high. Yeah, tough place to play um, and good win for the Ravens for sure. Uh, but fish, finishing up in the AFC North, uh, the Pittsburgh NFC. Steelers took a loss to the Green Bay Packers 27-17. Big Ben is ass. <laughs> Say it with me. Ass. <laughs> yeah. Your man's, your man's Deontay Johnson led the team in catches and yards. He went crazy. He did. He did his thing, man. He did his thing. Coming off the knee injury too. Yeah, you was you was going crazy in here with your little fantasy team. My yes, little fantasy team. Nine catches, ninety-two yeah. yards, and a touchdown. I mean, that's those nice little good fantasy numbers. game. Good numbers. Yeah. Uh, Chase Claypool was out, uh, so yeah, you know, had more targets. Najee with the first touchdown. Yeah, rushing. Najee first rushing touchdown of his career. One of the few bright spots in our offense. You know, that uh, was about the only good thing that went on in uh, for Pittsburgh all day. Yeah, they just don't look like um, a good team. They actually look like they're in trouble. Um, Yo, the Chargers defense is on Ray Raiders' backs right now. They've been playing well to start start the season off. James. Um, but yeah, so th- this, there's not much to be said about this. Aaron Rodgers came in, did what he had to do. Randall Cobb. Yup, Randall Cobb, little revival. Yo, that, yeah, you can't, you can't yeah, erase yeah, that connection. Can't erase that word. <laughs> he was like, "Yo, A Rod was like, yo, Randall, yo. you know me better than." <laughs> All these other young bucks I got. <laughs> Bro, that's a smooth stat line. Yeah, five catches, 69 yards, and two touchdowns for Randall Cobb. Uh, can tell he has a relationship with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Um, but definitely a good game for the Packers to win and uh, another bad loss for the Steelers as they drop to one and three, and they are last in the AFC North. Um, and they're the only team that's one and, th- one and three. Every other team in the AFC North is three and one. Getting to the AFC West, uh, moving forward, see if we can get to this a little bit quick. Uh, the standings are the Las Vegas Raiders are technically in first, but they're playing right now, and they're down seven. Uh, so they could end up tied with the Broncos um, and the Chargers, who are 3-1 and one and 2-1 and one respectively, and the Chiefs are in fourth at 2-2. Two and two. Um, the Chiefs just got a win over the Philadelphia Eagles. Big win for them, forty-two to thirty. Uh, Pat Mahomes 
was on points, 24 for 30, 278, five touchdowns and a pick. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire also had 100 rushing yards. And Tyree Kill, 11 catches, 186, and three touchdowns. Yeah, that don't – yeah. That sounds yeah. like it won some fantasy. Yeah, it's mad, it's mad funny. We was watching the game. Uh, we were I, literally laughing. Like, And I said, yo, <laughs> I said Tyree, I said, Tyree got 80 yards at yeah. halftime. He probably going to have yeah. another 100 in the second yeah. half. Really went for 105 in the second half. Half, like, half jokingly. But like half, half jokingly. He really scored two more touchdowns. In it, in nah, it. Yeah, me, me and Nap were in here just like, we were on red zone and homie Scott, Scott Hansen. Yep. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I mean, Tyreek, his stat line, 11, 11 receptions, 186 yards and three touchdowns. And me and Nap just laughed at each other like, you can't even. You can't make it up. <laughs> you can't do it. Like, one, we were just talking about it like, you know, one game, he'll give you 50 yards and not just, you know, won't score. But, you know. The next, next game yeah, or next the game, two weeks later. Come He's back with fifty five. Two hundred yards at two hundred yards at halftime. Like he did like <laughs> he did put up two hundred at halftime against the Bucks last year, yep. right? Yeah, yep. bro. It, it's kind of crazy. Like his value in fantasy is kind of like ridiculous. Yeah. Like because on any get like like we were talking about, on yeah. any given week, you could fuck around and get like 50, 60 points from him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like nuts. Yeah. Even As a receiver, bro, come on. Kelsey had more of a quiet day uh, with four catches, but he was second on the team in catches. So <laughs> <laughs> it tells you that Pat Mahomes uh, and Tyreek Hill, you know, they were just connecting. I want to see what that, um, what the, what it's going to look like with Josh Gordon once they add him into the offense. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I hope it looks good. I mean, once you're on the field, I mean, I hope to see some. Um, but. Uh, going to the Eagles team a little bit, they dropped to one and three. Uh, Jalen Hurts, though, uh, threw for a lot of yards, 32 for 48, played a pretty good game offensively, 387 yards yeah. passing, two touchdowns, had eight carries for 47 yards as well, uh, led the team in both of those areas too. Um, Devonta, Smith. Devonta Smith putting in a big game, uh, led the team in catches and yards at seven catches for 122. Uh, no touchdown. I was I was just telling excellent effort I was telling Nap the other day, like I had no idea he was the one that caught that the game winning touchdown against Georgia in the national championship a few years back. Um was checking out his his uh his podcast, well Mark Ingram and Cam Jordan Trust Levels podcast with featuring Devontae Smith and Shout out to other football podcasts. Yeah. Especially trust levels. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they reach out to us one day. Yeah. Hopefully. Big, big inspiration. Hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, Devontae Devont- Smith, the, the stat line he put up was really good for him. Um, you know, he did what he had to do, but they playing against the Chiefs. So Yeah. When you play against the Chiefs. <laughs> Somebody got to. Yo, it's so crazy. I get, the game looked good for a second, and then it was just like, nah. No, no, no. I mean, the scoreboard definitely doesn't indicate how the game went. Yeah. Like, it was literally like a one-score game throughout the entire duration. But, you know, the Chiefs came through, did what they did. Yeah. And they back in the win column. Um, Expect nothing less. Yeah, so. Out of them. Uh, Raiders and Chargers are playing tonight. Uh so that would be it for the AFC West right now. Uh, the NFC East, getting to everyone's favorite division, America's division. The, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. Nah. No, not at all. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are 3-1, three and, uh, three and one, lands them in first place. Washington football team, 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Then the Eagles and the Giants at 1-3 uh, in the bottom of the division. The Dallas Cowboys just got off a win uh, against the undefeated, no longer undefeated Carolina Panthers, uh, 36-28. Dak Prescott had four touchdowns on just 22 pass attempts. Uh, and Zeke, Zeke looked like that boy. Uh, but the real story of the night, uh, Trayvon Diggs, uh, the league leader in interceptions, uh, has been absolutely killing it for that Dallas defense. And, um... You know, if their defense can lock up a little bit more, you know, this, this team's going to run away with the, N- the NFC East, which isn't saying much, but it can secure you uh, a playoff spot. So. No, that's saying a lot for them. Any any divisional win is huge. Division comp- – well, winning the division yeah. is huge. And with the way that their offense is 
constructed. I mean, you would expect for them to run through their division, but unfortunately, it doesn't it doesn't come that way in the NFC East. Each Bro, year, this so. man got five picks in the first four weeks. Yeah. Five interceptions in the first four weeks of football, bro. Like I was telling y'all last night, he is already in the. He has to be in discussion for defensive player of the year. Has to. I mean, you can't ignore that. You can't ignore five picks, dude. Like, you you know what I mean? What's he on pace for? (laughs) Seventeen and a half. (laughs) Well, now he got five. He probably on pace for twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So he might. Imagine that. He's going to finish with at least six or seven, I'd say. Hopefully more. Um, Xavier Howard had, what, 10 last year? 10. Yeah. So he might eat that record. Nah, that's hard to do. That's hard. Yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to do. Sustain. But, I mean, either might, way, like, he's going to be top three. Yeah, he's going to be up there. He's going to be top three. He's going to be up there. And, so, and that's only after week four. And he's going to so. get paid at some point. He, I know he's still on his rookie contract, but in a couple of years, he's going to be like, look, this year, through three, four games, I had – Five interceptions. So, so y'all I got better, that on my resume. Y'all better do something. Yeah. Team, stop throwing at me because of these. <laughs> Word, right? I may have not had another pick the rest of the season, yeah. but or this year, yeah, or, or this year. <laughs> uh, the Panthers go down, uh, and Sam Darnold uh, plays a decent game. Twenty-six for thirty-nine, over three hundred yards, two touchdowns. Also had two picks though. Uh, so those turnovers coming back to bite him. Uh, you know, the same way they might have done uh, when he was with the Jets. DJ Moore, though, another game with eight catches, over 100 yards, and two touchdowns. He is on a killing spree right now, um, and anybody can get it, clearly, because he ain't, he ain't stopped going off since the season started. He did his part. Yeah, absolutely. He, he ain't got <laughs> nothing to correct. At the end of the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. But um, next we got the Washington football team beating the Atlanta Falcons. I don't even like talking about the Falcons. <laughs> this team is just bro the the way the falcons lost that game yeah. too bro oh, oh just very very uh high scoring game very high scoring game shout out taylor heinke he balled again 23 for 33 290 and three touchdowns uh and terry mclaurin two touchdowns on six catches and 123 yards averaging over 20 yards a catch um and the only bright spot on that falcons team is probably Cordero Patterson, who is in like his tenth year, he's a running back now. If I'm not, mistaken. he is whatever they want him to be. He's, a, he's an athlete. <laughs> Word. Really? He played running back. Where he had five catches. He had like six carries. Had three yeah. touchdowns. Like, yeah. So he, he scored. So he scored on thirty three percent of his touches. This last game, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, he is on. They had him doing everything, and it's just he had eleven. He had eleven touches, and he, you know, he averaged twenty six yards per kick return. Like at <laughs> three of them, like man was all over the place. So. He did his part. Yeah, <laughs> oh, word. <laughs> Once again, he did his part. <laughs> uh, Matt Ryan did toss four TDs. Uh, was a pretty good game from him. Had no turnovers or anything, uh, and it carried for seventeen yards. Uh, as, as nimble as ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Calvin Ridley had seven catches, eighty yards. Pretty good game for yep, him. Yep, good game from him. Kyle Pitts, four catches, fifty yards. Uh, solid game there. Um, but the Falcons just stay at the bottom of the division. Looks like it's going to be a long season for them. Uh, but last team in the NFC East, uh, the New York Giants. They beat the New Orleans Saints. Another upset Bro. that most people probably didn't expect. Uh, but Daniel Jones. Throwing for over 400 <laughs> yards, uh, two touchdowns, yeah. also had a pick, and Saquon looked like Saquon again. Um, yeah, I was playing against him in fantasy. I hated to see it. I bet you yeah. did. Bro. I love to see it in the football fan of me, but fantasy, you know, it does weird things to you. <laughs> it makes you cheer against your own team. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I feel you. <laughs> nah, I'll, I'll be the first one to say, like. I was mad disappointed in the Saints, bro. I'll be, I'll be the first. I'll be the first one to say, like, I ha- I had no issue with Saquon, the the player, or his ability, but more so his injury and how effective he would be. And this far, thus far, he's looking crazy right now. Like, he had a touchdown to, I think, essentially send the game into overtime, and then he had the game-winning touchdown, I believe. Yeah. So, like. He's he's getting his touches and he's he's capitalizing on the opportunity. So I'm happy for him and hopefully, you know, he can sustain this over the course 
of the year of the season, staying healthy. Um, but I'm glad he's he's seemingly back to himself and you know tearing the league up. And Kadarius Tony as well. Uh, I want to throw him. Uh, Kenny Galladay also played a great game. Six catches for 116. But Kadarius Tony, the rookie, uh, first round pick, had six catches for 78 yards. I believe this is his first game back uh, coming off an injury. Um, Y'all know I got nothing to say about Saquon, but I will talk about my boy John Ross' <laughs> uh, big touchdown oh, yeah. that he had. Yeah. Was, that was, first game. That was, yeah, he that, really was, got, that was yeah. dope to see, like, I kind of like I had high hopes for him when he was coming into the league just because his his speed and big playability and I think like it just like wasn't there for him in Cincinnati and like you know maybe some were, players some players yeah, just there need, were flashes yeah. of it but it wasn't, yeah no nah, no nah, yeah but it just wasn't always there yeah and it might have just been one of those things where he needs a new environment and I thought that yesterday he had a, he had a good game definitely and, oh um, yeah as long as he can stay on the field too I was um. I don't know, man. Like, I was just like disappointed in New Orleans for losing this game. I swore all along like this would be a game that they could chalk up on the in the win column. But like, this is their first game this year. This was their first game this year at home um, because of the hurricane that New Orleans did have. Um, and then they go in there this past Sunday, and I don't know. It seems like yeah. a a loss that you know. You kind of just look at it and it's like, what? Like, the Saints lost to the Giants. But, um, not well, discrediting. What must have happened? And, like, you, you look at the stats and it's like, okay, yeah. Kamara, Kamara did his thing. Um, you know, Jameis played, played you know, nice. He played great. You know yeah. what I mean? 17 to 23, 226, one touchdown, no pick. Like, yeah. You like you can't ask, you can't really ask for more out of Jameis. <laughs> um, I yeah. mean, you can. I mean, but yeah, he only got six incompletions. Like, yeah, so. you know what I mean? You can ask him to sling the ball a little bit more, but you know he made plays happen when it what, what he had and Taysom Hill, bro. Taysom Hill, like yeah, oh man, he was he, he had was impressive running the ball yesterday, man. bro. Like like very tough grown running, grown ass man, bro. Very, Tossing, very tough running. yeah, he. I don't really usually, I don't usually yeah. give him too much credit, but, yeah, but like like nah. that was tough. Those <laughs> those six carries for for twenty eight yards and two touchdowns. Those was tough. Carries, yeah, right. yeah. Tough, he was, he was running through the defense for sure. Um, did have a little mistake, uh, throwing the pick, but um, and given that this was a one score game, you know, if you're looking for anything that could have helped you out, might have been that. Um, but at the same time, it's just a odd loss for the Saints, you don't know how to feel about them, yeah, with a loss like this. Yeah. Um, so it's and just uh, back to the drawing board next week. Um, I'm not sure who they have next week, but. Need to see better if they want to push it for a playoff spot, especially with the Bucks and the Panthers in that division. Uh, Panthers now and the Bucks are tied uh, for first place at three and one. Saints are at two and two in third place, and the Atlanta Falcons are at the bottom at one and three. Um, and then uh, let's take it to uh, the one game we didn't cover in the NFC North: uh, the Chicago Bears and the. Beat the Detroit Lions twenty four to fourteen. This wasn't a great game. Um, Justin Fields got his first win. Uh, I thought Fields played. I thought Fields played well. He played okay. It like, wasn't, like it wasn't not anything great, not, not great to write like, home about. You know what I mean? Like, but hey, he didn't turn the ball over and he got the job done. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you got the win. Like, I mean, he put his team in position to like. Score like, to score, yep. and so like I think that that's sometimes like they had three rushing oh. touchdowns, so it's like he did throw a pick. I stand corrected, but otherwise, I mean, he played pretty well I overall. Pick. I don't either. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, Damien David Montgomery was balling. Yeah. Yo, um, he was another one that was running the ball like a grown ass man. Yeah, I, and we were we were talking about it too. Like he's definitely a player that has surprised me. Um, when he came into the league, I didn't think he was really anything special, but I don't know where I, the speed is coming from with him. But like he's he's showing it, he's displaying that ability um, on the field. But um, he did go down with the knee injury, which didn't turn out to be as bad as they thought. So now um, Damian Williams is up next. But another injury to Chicago definitely hurts because that's the last thing they can afford with everything they got going on from offensive line to their coach not knowing who the quarterback is or yeah. afraid to commit to one guy and whatever it is he has going on. Um, 
but a win is a win for Chicago. Uh, I, definitely one week at a time for them yeah. uh, and their fan base. Yeah, so. and yeah. one week every week seems long as hell. Yeah, <laughs> with, with yeah. Chicago, so I don't even be there. There's just a lot going on over there. Darnell Mooney had a great game though. I think career high in yardage uh, with 125 on five catches. Um, so that was good to see too. Uh, and the Bears defense does look pretty good. I want to point that out as well. They had three sacks. Uh, Robert Quinn, Roquan Smith, Coyle Mack all had sacks. Um, and you talk about the you know three stout guys on their defense right there. So um, that's good to see as well. Uh, but it's also against the Lions, uh, who are nothing special at this big, time. It was a big week for um, Arizona. Oh, yeah. Arizona, uh, Arizona, last game on the list. Uh, and just to t- get into the standings for the NFC West, uh, the Cardinals lead it 4-0. Uh, Rams 3-1. and in second place, Seattle Seahawks and the Niners are two and two apiece. The Cardinals beat the Los Angeles Rams thirty-seven to twenty. How'd you guys feel about this game? This was this was Statement nice to see. Game to say the least, especially yeah. coming off us saying the Rams are the best team in the league. Yeah, uh, but we, we also mentioned, mentioned we threw the Cardinals in there. Yeah, we threw like, the Cardinals in yeah, there. Like, it's, the a tough, have, it's a tough division. What were you saying, Devon? Well, I was just saying, like someone on the pod mentioned that like the Cardinals were one of those teams to not be forgotten as potentially one of the best teams in the league and like for them to be able to go out there and do what they did against that Rams defense I mean Kyler Murray is just like showing that he's really here and the Cardinals are here (laughs) yeah that offense is just like a college like very when I think of the Cardinals offense like very (laughs) college-esque like just the way that they run everything and how quickly they're able to score they have a lot of playmakers yeah too. like and they get aj green's the quietly been dominating the league like bro yeah <laughs> they, they've been spreading the ball around a lot bro um they they've chase Edmonds been been giving them good productions james connor been giving them good good production then you get obviously deandre obviously aj like you said aj green's been balling and then there's just those other Little small pieces that they got yeah. around the speedsters, Moore, the good yeah. hands. You know these these guys are, are not to be messed with. And yeah. they and they division they have a and, and and in the league right now because yeah. the Rams don't. The Rams we said last week was the best team in football. Like I think we kind of all agreed at that at, to some degree last week when they beat the when they beat Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah but I mean this goes to show like I mean I think. The Rams could very well end up taking the next one just because, like, you play a, t- a team twice a year. Yeah, now um, it's like, and, it, and it's not just the Cardinals and the Rams; it's other teams in different divisions. Yeah. But I mean, this division in particular, it's gonna be competitive. Um, like, yeah, you know, I want to see surprised to see the yeah, Rams come back and win the next one. Yeah, I you mean, know, they're just, probably gonna see each other. No, at some point. I, I, I wouldn't. Say, I wouldn't be surprised either. But it's the fact that the Cardinals went into Los oh, Angeles. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Not the Cardinals like, as of today. They're the best team in that division, arguably. Especially because that's still probably the number one defense in the league. Like in terms yeah. of just the talent. Yeah, I mean Arizona's defense, doing but. their thing, and like, Can we as long as Kyler is healthy. Last year we saw him go out on Thursday night football with a shoulder injury, and that yeah. kind of messed up everything that they had going, but. Now Kyler's healthy. He has more weapons. Their defense is seemingly better. Um, they just beat the Rams, so they're four and zero, leading the division. Yeah, it's like, mad. They're doing what they have to do. It's mad funny. Uh, Jalen Ramsey be he be mad amped to play good receivers, bro. He looked like he was having Word. mad fun guarding De- DeAndre Hopkins. Is like most corners, like going into a game with DeAndre Hopkins, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, like, it's gonna be a long one. Like, yeah. you know, I gotta be super focused. You see him on the sideline, like I'm him. Like, Word. sixty like, minutes, baby, sixty minutes. <laughs> he wanted all sixty of that Word. smoke too. Yeah. These are probably the games. I mean, when you dominate like that, I'm sure these are the games you look the most forward to. When you when you've just already shown yourself to be like above like a top tier player, yeah. like going up against, you know, the second receiver on another team is gonna be like, yo, what is no offense, but hey, like I know who I am and yeah. I know who you are, and you know who you are. So why are you even across from me? <laughs> and I'm yeah. sure he's feeling that. Uh, just because you have to play in that position, like being that dominant, like if you don't have that confidence, you wouldn't be that good. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's as simple as that. With with that with the NFC West probably being the toughest division in football, like I really want to see how they respond 
um, Thursday night because they have a quick turnaround, another divisional matchup against the Seahawks, who just beat the another divisional opponent in the Niners. So, yeah, the Seahawks beat the Niners twenty-eight to twenty-one. A good win for them uh, to to stay competitive in that division, especially with the way the Cardinals and Rams are looking. Uh, Russell Wilson, sixteen for twenty-three, one forty-nine, two touchdowns. Uh, wasn't much going on with uh, the Seattle offense, so it seemed like you know more of a defensive effort. Uh, they did get an interception. Uh, they got some pressure on Jimmy G and sacked him a few times. Um, and so, you know, it was a, a good game by the Seahawks overall. But d- division wins always going to be a big one. Always. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not super in, uh, impressed with the way the Seahawks have been looking, especially like. You know they can't protect Ross right now, and they just they don't they don't look like they're taking any like positive steps week by week. As look, they squeaked this one out and didn't look like it didn't look very clean to me at all. Uh, so like I I don't you know it, it might be tough for them to get that playoff spot this year if they're a middle of the pack team in the NFL. And um and with that being said, you know it is going to be tough for the Seahawks definitely. Because um, that O line is a long term problem, um, but the Niners had to throw Trey Lance in there after Jimmy G got hurt, and he looked solid. I mean, he only completed fifty percent of passes, but if you watch the plays he made and the way he ran the ball, he like he has a much better grasp of the offense than I would have assumed he did at this point. Um, not because I didn't expect him to, but just because I feel like. Kyle Shanahan's one of those guys, like, if he felt he was ready, he would just throw him in there. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like what he's doing is working, like, getting him in there. And uh, it's crazy how different, how differently these situations can be for, on different teams with different rookie quarterbacks. Because this is one where it's like, all right, I'm going to slowly integrate him in. Um, we have a solid starter in Jimmy G. And now, I mean, now he's got to – he's going to be thrown in. But he's putting a system – where we're going to maximize on everything you're able to do. Yeah. So we're going to try and make it a little bit easier for you. And he put up two scores yesterday, ran the ball well. Like The future of this offense with Trey Lance at QB looks good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, three, 320 yards passing as, in, as a whole team, three touchdowns passing as a team. Um, you know, Debo Samuel playing like a grown-ass man, yeah. eight catches, 156, two touchdowns dog like you know yeah people San for, Fran, people are forgetting like people forgot a decent, about yeah, yeah a decent team over here it's like a good team when they get rolling and trey and the the young the young running back trey sermon like he's no slouch back either like he's been toting the rock so far like they you know they could be a team that just you know ends up peaking late you know what i mean yeah. and you know it could be a thing where when maybe when when trey lance become full-time starter yeah, this offense and yeah, team start, might look clicking. Yeah, it might look a little bit a lot, different. Might look like what happened when Justin Herbert took over <laughs> the Chargers last year. For real, just saying. There's definitely a possibility, and they got a better defense than the Chargers had. So, um, you can imagine what that might look like if that does come to fruition. Uh, but like I said, man, a lot of great football this past week. Uh, the Chargers and Raiders game is currently on right now. Um, but it looks like, you know, we got another great week of football, another great week ahead. Uh, we'll get back to you guys next week with another recap. Uh, if you like this episode, like, subscribe, and tell a friend about the Zone Talk podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we'll catch y'all later. Yeah. Zone Talk, Zone Talk, Zone Talk. Zone, 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 Zone. I'm the type of make a move and don't nobody know You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl All I need is any with a little bit of dope Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go, yeah Never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro We can do it faster, we can do it slow Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door I know what your spot's like, I've been there before, yeah. I left my main hoe, now my son my main hoe Jigger chain clothes, live exquisite, they know Performing plain clothes, get the bag and race home Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low. Rich or poor, I'm still gonna live by the same code. Off the throne, it's how to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey. Quarter on the beat, I tell him go off. I ain't never been the type to show off. 
and I ain't never pressed on make me go off. Eh. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed. still my bike crib from north up to prosper. Be kill these niggas, bite me hard. I feel like hoe. They feel the nigga flex too hard. They care about hoes for real. Yeah, top speed, O D, low key on me. Top speed, O D, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only tryna blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dash just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah.